All right, and we're going to be on our fourth day of the week of awesome here on uh, Everything is Awesome. Uh, coming up next is our conversation. Recorded this a while ago. Had such a fun conversation with him. Part one with Mike from the Doom Thugs podcast right here on awesomepodcast.com. Welcome to this week's edition of Everything is Awesome. I'm your host, Kev, and this is the show where we sit down and talk to awesome people about awesome things. Uh, this week's guest, I, I believe if my math is right, marks around episode 41, I think. I'm going to go on the record and say 41. So we've made it to uh, kind of a couple epic numbers now. We're, we're gearing towards our one-year anniversary uh, episode. Well, I guess I have two one-year anniversaries, when we started recording and when we started releasing. But regardless... We're heading towards that big 5-0. Uh, exciting things for everything is awesome. A uh, little bit of housekeeping before we introduce our guests. Uh, no, you know what? This show is airing after our New York live show. So thank you for coming to New York <laughs> Comic Con uh, and the live show that we participated in outside of Comic Con. Uh, but you can still catch us live uh, November 17th. I believe I have that date right at... Uh, Bridge Set Sound, they're uh, opening their doors for us to do a live show there at uh, 8 p.m. So come check us out at Bridge Set Sound on South Street in Philadelphia. Uh, anyway, this week's guest is someone uh, who is one of those great people that um, came from the Philadelphia Podcasting Society. I don't even have to bury that lead anymore. You guys know what that is by now. Uh, so many of the great people have come from the podcasting world, have usually come from this um, this this group. And it was at the Philadelphia Podcast Festival uh, the day that we did our show that this guy was a uh, was just there to to watch. He was supporting fellow podcasters. His show wasn't even till the next weekend. Uh, and we got talking briefly uh, at, at the bar, and I recognized him simply because of like his look was very distinct from <laughs> the way they you know what they do a great job marketing because the way they post their episode pictures it's unique each and every time. Um, I uh, I was fortunate enough to be able to listen to a couple episodes to do a little bit of prep uh, in the last uh, day or two. Uh, please welcome to the show. I'm not going to even attempt the last name, but <laughs> Mike A from Doom Thugs, the po- the uh, the official podcast of DoomThugs.com, the unofficial official podcast of Delco Times. Maybe is if I remember correctly. I'll tell. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hi, Mike. Welcome to the show. Thanks for being here, man. Oh, no. Thank you so much for having me. That was a wonderful intro. I feel great. That was, let me tell you this, when you recognized me at the bar, that was probably one of the greatest moments of my life. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, you have that distinct look. Yeah. And and, and it's, I mean, it's no different than, I guess, I mean, that's what I guess, I'm going to assume you're in your mid to late 20s, maybe early 30s. That is correct. I, I, that's kind of, I guess, the look that that of of that age group because I did it in my early twenties. Like yeah. I was, I I had that long hair and the beard as well. Yeah. Um, but uh, I don't know. There was it just it was a very distinct. Uh, you you have I don't know. You pop out more in those pictures, and I think it's because of the long hair, and that just might be my fascination with long hair because I cannot grow it anymore. Yeah, that was my thing. I'm gonna grow it before it's gone. So yeah. like, this might be my last shot. <laughs> I uh, I went through a phase uh, within the last, we'll say five years, and and my son is four and a half years old. Wow! So so right like probably bef- right before he was born, I was like, I'm going to try to grow it out, see what happens. Like, I when I had my hair long, which was in my mid twenties, mid twenties, and um. It, it was, I was already starting to thin out, uh, but it was long enough that it, like, it hit everything. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I was like, I wonder if I just, like, the issue I always had when I was, like, a, a late teenager, really early 20s was that, like, 
it when it when I started to grow it out, it just got to an awkward like afro stage. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, uh, I don't. Uh, I'm just gonna shave it and and like do my preppy haircut <laughs> style and whatnot. And um, and I guess that t- for the kids today, that's the hipster haircut where you, where it's still kind of long on top and it's combed over. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, yeah, I just always got annoyed with it. And finally, I let it grow out. But my hair was, you know, thinning. So so it, I hit it well. But I tried doing it again for about four or five years ago, and. Even to like, I can't even get it. I, I could get it to the awkward fro stage. Yeah. Except the fro stage would be, um, I guess like the the Montgomery Burns. <laughs> <laughs> like, like it's I I I have more of like an a Rob Corddry is probably more accurate oh, yeah. of what my hair looks like. Where it's <laughs> it's got that patch in the front, That's everything funny. on the sides and back, but nothing on top. Oh yeah. That's not. Yeah. You can't do that. No, yeah, I mean, I, I started, I was like, oh, man, and like, and four years ago, it was probably a little bit more hair on top, so, but it was still very Rob Corddry, right. maybe Rob Corddry plus, <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, so I have just given up on the fact that I can, I can't even really grow hair, like, it's, right. I have to shave it or it looks ridiculous. Right, how often do you have to shave it? Well, I I should be shaving it. Uh, I should probably do it once a week to Ugh. to like not make it look ridiculous. But it's I usually much. yeah I let it go every other week sometimes. Um, it, it that's when it gets real bad. That's when I'm like, okay, I have to shave it at this <laughs> point uh, because it's it, it. I used to just do like electric buzzers on on zero, just no no uh, guide. Yeah. And that looks fine. Like there's still a little bit of stubble. You can tell that I'm bald, but it doesn't look bad. Yeah, yeah. But I still like the clean, like the Mister Clean look. So I, I like to bick it every once in a while. Ooh, what's that like? It's, I mean, once I, I mean, now that I've been doing it for so long, right? Uh, it's it's no big deal. I mean, I actually probably about a month ago, um, bicked it for the first time in like years like i been, i was doing just the the electric buzz down to zero and uh the first so it was the first time i picked it in a while and because of that like the back of my head i just went oh. and like i was like oh that's totally just a big chunk of skin i carved out of my head <laughs> <laughs> and uh we actually went um we went white water rafting that day oh, uh man. and <laughs> i i showed up it was like because we now our thing is we went last year for my buddy's bachelor party and uh, so now we make it a yearly thing that we go whitewater rafting. And I show up to my buddy's house. He's like, what did you do? <laughs> like, You got some color. Yeah. It was, I I have, I, and I used to wrestle. I don't, yeah. I don't know if, if you've ever listened to my show. but Yeah, that's on my a, list. I yeah. definitely want to talk about that as much it's, as you can. <laughs> it's a theme of this show. Is I, I bring it up often. In fact, uh, my one guest, uh, Bernardo from This Makes Me Happy, the podcast, he I made a drinking. earlier. Yep, he made a drinking game out of the show, oh. uh, and and I told him next time that we that he's on the show, he has to share the rules so we can all partake. Oh yeah, hell um, yeah! But uh, yeah, so I mean that's how often I talk about wrestling is that was one of the the, the drinks uh, was was I talk about it. But yeah, I mean when I wrestled, I never bled so much <laughs> from that time that I cut my head a month or a month or two ago. Did you did you bleed at all while you were a wrestler? Let me ask you this first okay. of all. Uh, you yes. were trained by Reckless Youth, you said, right? Correct. Yes. Uh, was that at Chikara Factory? Or was that after no. you left Chikara? No, it was after. It was after he left. Okay. Um, he had a couple kids by this point. Uh-huh. Um, he, I, I want to say Chikara, and I could be way wrong because I, I probably should know more. But uh, I believe Chikara was like right before his WWE farm team stint. I think you're right. Yeah. And um, so he did. Uh, I met him. He had, I think two little kids and one on the way Man. uh and he like i he i was fortunate enough to like get some of the stories about the farm team like he was supposed to uh I, so obviously you're a fan of wrestling yeah do you remember billy and chuck and rico yes he was they wanted him to be rico what they wanted him to to shave like grow his hair hair out and style it like that shave the mutton chops uh and he's he told him he's like what's for me after that like right. what 
He's like, there's, I don't see a future in that. And that's, and, yeah, that's a pretty dead end right there. It's like, you can't come back from Rico. <laughs> yeah. And, and I mean, like, Rico did not come back from Rico. No. Like, <laughs> uh, and I don't, I mean, that's not fair for me to say because I don't really watch it on the regular basis anymore. But I, I, I mean, that was 15 years ago, I think. Yeah, it's crazy. It's a long time was. ago. But yeah. So, so that's, um, it was, it was after he was done in the WWE uh, and he was back in, the Jersey Philly area, just kind of doing local things. And um, somehow I don't even know, but the, the, the thing that we had started uh, in, in falls township over here Mm -hmm. uh, in Bucks County, uh, somehow he got involved him and Don Montoya. What? Um, Yeah. uh, They got involved and uh, they started wrestling with us. Um, I think at that point we may, were we still falls township wrestling? I believe we were, but we were starting to transition into the guy who fronted the money for the license didn't want to do it anymore. So NWA <laughs> uh, backed us for a little while. I yeah, think that's how we hooked man. up with them. <laughs> the National Wrestling Alliance? Well, but see, I don't think it was like the legit NWA right. because right. there's so many of them. They're like, they have a home base in Jersey. Yeah. Um, and I like, so it was that NWA that backed us. It's not Ric Flair's NWA. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I doubt it. I don't, I mean, maybe at one point they were linked, but I think that, and those initials and that name is just used everywhere in yeah. every state. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right. but yeah, so, uh, and then he trained me and he, he was, um, so it's it's funny. I uh, I don't know if you ever heard of Nubius Black. Um, he is, I think, lesser, much lesser known than than uh, Re- Reckless Youth. He was like an indie guy in this area. I don't yeah. think he. It he sounds very familiar. He wrestled. I mean, I kind of remember him starting out when I was like a teenager going to this, the one venue that, that always had it. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I know him more from actually like becoming a friend of his. And he actually was, I don't know if you uh, are a Kevin Smith fan, another yeah. drink for those people, but um, <laughs> on comic book men, I think I want to say two or three years ago, two years ago, he, um, he got on that show like, cause he's a big comic nerd and he has like some sort of collection that, that he was able to get on. But um, I, I was actually looking him up recently because I wanted to get him on my show. Yeah. And I, I found Nub- Nubius did an interview where he uh, – and I kind of remember this. I don't think he's a huge fan of Reckless Youth. Oh, really? Some yeah. trouble there? Yeah. And, I, and the audio is no longer available because I badly wanted to listen to it to kind of remind me of what Nubius said. Right. Um, and like I, I, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be completely two-faced here because uh, I can see t- – two sides of the coin i can see the, the the reckless youth that like people love and i can see the reckless youth that wow what a dick oh, um, really? yeah but you know what it's it's i had an issue with, and and this was me being young and dumb is now, what was, age are you at this time um this is uh probably i was i was younger than 25 i was oh, probably wow i was probably in my you know 20 between 23 two and 24 okay um when this when when i was getting trained by reckless um so i was really young uh and i like to blame that on a lot of things especially now that i'm in my early 30s like mm-hmm. i I, I, know, I i guess i approach things a lot differently and um like crazy how that happens yeah <laughs> it's it's like you kind of mature it's weird yeah it's like Older people sometimes know what they're talking about. It's yeah. weird. <laughs> yeah, it's, and it, I don't want to be grouped in that older people no, uh, no. <laughs> at all. Uh, but yes, Reckless was a tough trainer. Um, and and if I was if I was more appreciative of that, I think it would have gone a lot better. Um, but there was this other guy uh, who was training with me in my training class that like. I'm not, I wouldn't say that I was a great wrestler. Um, I think that I had the potential that if I stuck with it and was willing to commit to what you need to commit to, to, to make it, I could have done it. That's a huge commitment too. Yeah. And and it's just something, I mean, at the time, and and I wouldn't be where I am today if I did commit to it. So I'm very glad that I didn't commit to it. And I'm glad that I, I'm happy with what I did in the business. Like it was, I, I, I set out to wrestle professionally mm-hmm. and I mean, you talk to my fiance, she argue what that means, but I stand by that. I did it professionally. I got paid to do it. I may have reinvested that money back into our federation, hey, but 
the dude. I think you did it. Yeah, I, no, I Yeah, what you did, I Yeah, I'm, I'm envious of. That's beautiful. It's it was such a fun time in my life. I mean, I did it for a better part, probably more than a decade. You know, I think from 15 to to about 25, I think is when I around when I broke my ankle. But um there was a guy that that was training and like he was not as good as me. Like I and I don't want to be that guy that's like, "Oh yeah, I'm I'm great" cuz right. I wasn't. Like I wasn't great. I was a Mick Foley. Like I was a guy okay. who who could take bumps or yeah. or and I mean, I guess I think my I think Reckless argued I was more of a Bret Hart. Like if I applied myself, I could have oh, been wow. a very methodical like technical wrestler. Um which I guess like again, now in hindsight, like wow, he really did pay me a yeah. huge compliment. <laughs> <I> know, <right? laughs> but <laughs> Um, he, like, he always favored this guy that was not that great. And like, he gave me tons of shit and like, like from just from working me real hard to like, you know, just saying the rudest shit that he could say. Right. And, and in my third, early thirties now, I, I kind of knowing the business even more than I did, did then, which is weird. Cause I've been out of it as long as I've probably been in it at this point. Um, or at least a couple years to it. And, uh, like I, I just I feel like that's that's how you earn your stripes. That's how you you earn a place in that business. Is you kind of just deal with, you deal with the the hazing basically. Yeah, yeah. Did you yeah. have to do like thousands of squats? That's what I imagine the first day of wrestling training. No, uh, for now for me, first day, uh, we we only did weekly trainings. Okay. Um, so first week. And every session started with uh, bumps, just bumps. bumps. Yeah. Um, I think we started with, we may have started with front flip bumps, but we, it was just variations of back bumps, uh, jumping and doing a front flip just from the ground and mm. bumping that way. Um, you know, tucking the chin, you know, just over and over, which, you know, is that is like the probably the most important thing to learn. Oh, yeah. You, yeah. You land wrong. You're fucked. Right. Yeah. So um but yeah so yeah reckless i was trained by him uh post chikara days that's awesome so cool yeah uh, yeah it's wrestling. it's it's um it's something i really badly want to get back into like as far as watching it but i like, i don't have dvr and i don't have time to watch it because there's just life going around you got kids and stuff yeah <laughs> yeah and it's it's i'm, I'm waiting for when because i have a, su- a son and daughter i'm not really worried about my daughter getting into it but right. i'm waiting for the day where my son says dad i want to i want to wrestle and i wonder what my what like my reaction is going to be after doing it right right because i was lucky i i think i've had one like quote unquote, i've had two quote unquote bad injuries like i i landed on my foot wrong because i was a dumbass and did a big boot off the top rope Uh, and uh did you learn anything from sid (laughs) snap your leg well after that happened everyone's like did you not watch what happened to sid because it was it was probably within a year of that that i did that we were still backyard and i didn't want well no i guess it was i don't know wcw was still a thing because that's what happened so it was right around that time. I guess we were we were doing live shows, but they were un, like, not sanctioned by the state. They were just in people's backyards. Right. Super um, illegal. Super illegal. I think that was when we bought the ring. I think that was that was the time that I hurt my ankle like that. And um, yeah, everyone was like, "Don't you see what? Don't, don't you you see Sid?" I was like, "No." <laughs> I was like, "I just I thought it was a good idea." And right. like it was fine, like it just kind of felt sprained. And then I, I at the time I was working at Staples, and by the end of the night, I um, I my ankle was the size of a grapefruit, and I I, I I didn't go to the doctor. Like I knew I tore ligaments. I was like, all right, well they're gonna tell. I googled it, and they're like, they're gonna tell me to get off of it for a couple of days. Right. So yeah, what am I gonna do? And then the only other bad one was more of a scare than an injury is uh, going over a match with uh, one of my buddies. I used to do this move that we called the inverted swanton. So I, I would stand like I was going to do a moonsault, jump back, but then do a front flip. Christ. And uh, I used to do it a lot. And, uh, right. I, and which is like, I mean, you saw me at the Philadelphia Podcast Fest. I'm not a small dude. Nah. Back then, I mean, I was probably maybe 180, 190. So I was a lot. Oh, I was okay. 40, 40 to 45 pounds lighter. You're but I was still. cruise your weight. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was. I, I was. And I mean, I was tall, but I was I was light. I was yeah. real light. Uh, well, comparatively, I guess. <laughs> I, I guess one ninety is kind of light still. Um, I consider it light. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm two thirty. I'm probably two forty now, if I had to guess. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, the I, I like the ropes were slick, or my boots were slick, and I slipped in. The, we had a warehouse that we rented to to like rehearse and train in and stuff. Yeah. And um, something was wet, and and when I went to jump, I slipped. So instead of doing the front flip, I kind of just landed, like forehead first, Oof. Oof. and like felt a tingle, and I was like, okay, well that move's never gonna happen again. Right. Like I, I, I was like, there's no way I'll ever have the nerves to do it again because, yeah. uh, so it's gonna be me going up there, standing there for a minute and a half before I decide to turn around and and just get off or right. something. <laughs> so you know, it was something that I just gave up at that moment. Um, but yeah, no, that was. I, I, it's gonna sound weird. But I mean, it's I highly recommend kids out there do it safe, but backyard wrestle. I mean, Dude, I had it's a great. backyard. I mean, I didn't have many friends. It was basically me and one other kid. But we had uh, I mean, we had wrestling. We had a belt. We had trash yeah. cans that we spray painted uh-huh. and hit each other with. And we jump. We actually uh, like once every six months, they have like a big trash day where you can put out mattresses and stuff. Okay, okay. So we went around and stole several people's mattresses <laughs> off the curb and jumped off my swing set onto them. It was great. But that's a, that's as far as we got. We never actually ran any shows because we were no. in sixth grade. And, so, uh, yeah, we, we started uh, probably maybe eighth, maybe ninth, something like that. Right. Back, same thing. Back, well, we never stole mattresses, but we like <laughs> so. So it's so the first thing we did was maybe me and at most four or five other guys, and it yeah. was literally in a backyard, no nothing, punch, kick, uh, oh, yeah, <laughs> clothesline, but like gingerly fall down, uh-huh. fake elbow drop, fake leg drop, bunch of silly crap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we hooked up with these guys who came from a trampoline, but we oh. still wrestled. We wrestled on the ground still when we when we kind of formed, we aligned, we we merged the two companies. Right. For, a bit, <laughs> lack, of a, for lack of a better term, whatever it is when you're in the backyard. Oh, dude, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> and so so they applied their trampoline wrestling to the ground, meaning oh. su- suplexes <laughs> and like probably at the end of the day, a lot of basic stuff, but right. like. Like it blew our mind. We're like, holy shit, they're insane. They're like pros. <laughs> yeah. And and at the time, like uh I in I think it was the Monster Factory or yep. it may have been no, it wasn't Monster Monster Factory. It was I, I don't know if you know Mad uh Mad Moose Moretti. Mm. Uh he is again big in Bucks County. Okay. I think and I, but I think he's kind of big, but like you have to be like really into indie. Yeah. Like he wasn't indie. He wasn't reckless famous, but he was like indie, um, famous, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, he like they, the UWF is what they were called around here, and they've been around since I was a kid. Like that's what I went to when I was like ten years old or right, nine right. years old to watch. Um, and they offered like junior training and that's what these like two or three of these guys came from. Like they uh, did junior training. Right, right, right. So they had like legit experience going into the backyard yeah. and, uh, that like opened up the world. And for years we wrestled on the grounds. That's crazy. <laughs> um, and like, and, I mean, it's a hundred percent why my back hurts all the time now and why my knees hurt. And yeah. we eventually built a ring, um, in my buddy's backyard, but then uh, Falls Township shut us down. Like they came and like slapped a notice on the front door and said, "You got to take that down." Uh, and and that was like, I mean, now it's not a big deal if I say I broke down and cried because I I do it all the time in my thirties. Yeah. <laughs> but but I was probably, I mean, I uh, I may have been only like seventeen years old. Yeah. When we had to break it down. Yeah. And uh, it was a very emotional day because, like, when we built that, yeah, I mean, we built that ring. I mean, it was literally tires underneath for springs, uh, plywood, just huge pieces of lumber for the post. We bought turnbuckles and ropes and um and the turnbuckle pads, and I think we had carpeting with a with a tarp on top of it. Uh, It was it, it looked like a legitimate wrestling ring, like it was as professional as we could have gotten in in our late teens you know right that's like building a house for a teenager yeah. 
Yeah, I, I we cemented the post in, which what? was probably was a mistake in hindsight. Whose dart was this? It was um just a buddy of mine. He's a kid I've known since since birth. And like um, uh, the parent situation, did that take a lot of like convincing or no? They were. They were really into the idea of it. They're like, go do it. I mean, like our buddy, the buddy's yard, who it was, he was like an antisocial person. So yeah, yeah, we think yeah. part of it was like, oh, we're, we're just happy. Friends. Friends. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I identify with that. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so, but that was like the greatest thing. I remember, like, I remember specifically talking about it now, like us building it and it's happened to snow a lot one day. So when mm. we stopped building it and just fucked it, fucked around in the snow and had a <laughs> snowball wars as, as practically adults having a snowball fight, oh, you know, yeah. it yeah. was, it was just, that was like, uh, uh, like probably for me, once we tore that ring down is when everything started to go downhill for me. Like it just, it started to become less and less fun. Right, um, right. I was always one of the big guys that were like helping like, okay, let's, let's do this storyline. Let's do that. It was one of the writers. Mm-hmm. Um, you had the book baby. Yeah. Yeah. It was me. And like, we had a committee, we had a five person committee and yeah. I was always part of the committee. And, and I was for a great while, but as time went on and more and more people started joining and you I mean, you know how it is when you're in your twenties and, and late teens and, yeah. and like, there, like there's there are clicks still out of high school and uh, yeah i mean i still deal with it now i'm almost 30 but yeah 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 so so eventually i kind of like weaned myself out slash got pushed out and uh, yeah. uh from that so but it, yeah there was something magical about being at what we call it uh where we built the ring we called it turex stadium <laughs> uh, <laughs> which i don't know why i, I just because we were asshole teenagers i guess um that will be like that's the fondest memory i have of wrestling and i have uh we one of the i guess guys girlfriends was an artist and uh drew like a logo for us and that was i think to the day we stopped operating under uh falls township wrestling ftw was our logo and i have that it was ftw that's perfect (laughs) yeah yeah no that was when we were uh, we my thing was uwf but was not um related to the other uwf and uh the other guys were twf trampoline wrestling federation and when we combined we're like well what makes sense is ftw because let's 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 figure that out and it was started off as federation of teenage wrestlers (laughs) and then when we got kicked out of falls township um we went to bristol township and all like most of us were 19 or or older at that point yeah and we said well let's we're not teenagers anymore, really. So let's stick it to the man and call it Falls Township, Township Wrestling. Wrestling. Yeah, and um, yeah. To the, I mean, I when I turned eighteen, that was the first uh, logo I got tattooed on my arm. Uh, and I look at like it's I see it every day, and it's like uh, my I know when I got it, my uncle um, was said uh, you're you're gonna regret that one day. Uh. Uh, and I was like, I I don't think I am because you know what this this that time of my life it's it's not something i i can go back to because it just i you know it's not me anymore i'm not that person anymore right but for who i was in in, in that decade it was the best time of my life uh you know for for that kev that yeah. version of kev oh dude uh, absolutely yeah so it's and it's nothing i and i so that's what i'm saying kids as long as you do it safe go out there and backyard wrestle just don't be dumb yeah like you know we i think one time we set a table on fire and then we realized (laughs) that was a bad idea yeah we so like we were always really safe and we always felt like we i mean we trained like there were days that we just met up and we would like go over bumps and we would go like we if you do it safe i believe it's uh, a great thing for for kids to do yeah like don't you don't need to like pile drive each other no no just but you could do it safely no and i mean and i mean i'm not gonna lie we probably i know we had guys that did that kind of shit and mm-hmm. and but we, again if you're i think i guess my point is if you're gonna do it get trained so like even buy a dvd i have a training dvd and and that helped me a lot and i don't know just be smart about it but fucking watch, it's better uh, than yeah it's better show. than um, like the secrets of wrestling reveal. Yeah, That's where yeah. I learned a lot of my stuff. Yeah. I, I, I actually, the, the training DVD I have has a wrestler by the name of prototype. What? Uh, in it, in the it, prototype. What's that? Is that the prototype? Well, if we're talking about, you can't see me, John yeah. Cena. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Yeah. I remember when I got that DVD, I'm watching it. I'm like, is that 
fucking John Cena? <laughs> and it's like, watching the DVD, I'm like, he's talented? No, that's not John Cena. Right, right. And, and I, like, it's so weird watching wrestlers before they make it big because they're all super talented. Yeah. yeah. And then they become The Rock. And now I'm not saying The Rock isn't talented, but The Rock became The Rock. He dropped an elbow. Yeah. And he at, didn't a, do- at a certain point, they don't have to really do anything. Yeah. Like, and I mean, they they get it. Someone got to in their ear and was like, "You have a limited bump card, baby." You don't like, but you know what? Guys like Shawn Michaels wasn't like that. Like Shawn no, Michaels, he, he was even my guy. Me as a, too. As a kid, a hundred percent. Oh god. So I okay, we're gonna bond. God, I I've been saying this uh, week in and week out, but it's like I have like like you're my Patronus. Like you yeah. are. <laughs> <laughs> you we are we are like. Uh, hetero soulmates oh, yeah. because Shawn Michaels I, I have I'm staring at two Shawn Michaels action figures in their packaging uh, in in my shedio here what yeah I uh, I used to have the motorcycle cap with the zebra print I used to have oh. the heart glasses I yeah. had the gloves um, I I think that's oh I have in my attic for sure still have them I have heartbreak kid tights oh my uh, god because my very first gimmick was heartbreak Kev <laughs> that's fucking beautiful I <laughs> I had the the red T shirt with him like laying on it shirtless I wore okay. that as like a small child I got that at the ninety five <laughs> King of the Ring okay yeah he was. He was. I have a. What color are your action figures pants? Uh, so I have one that's uh old school Shawn Michaels, black and white. Uh, yeah, I think I have that one. And just his arms move. Uh, it looks like it. Probably it's yeah. the classic Superstar series. Yeah, I think I have that. Um, and then I have one that is newer Shawn Michaels, where he's got his uh, like the the built-in chaps the to his chats. tights. Yeah, I always the, wish he'd go back to the tights. The tights was a good look for Sean. Yeah, I wasn't oh. so into the chaps, but he could always I, go. Yeah, I, I mean, Shawn Michaels was, and still is, like, he is, like, to me, the greatest wrestler there ever was. Agreed. And, yeah, like, I can't. The only one that I think holds uh, a, a candle to him is this Jericho. I think Jericho is yeah. um, maybe even a better uh stick man than him like i think he can talk a little bit better than sean yeah um but but not as good in the ring as sean yeah nobody was he was otherworldly how did you i I know i got into wrestling by just i happened to one morning put on the usa network on like a saturday morning and caught wwf superstars and from that point on i was hooked how did you get into it as a young man so uh, this is the very first thing I remember about wrestling is going to a convention with my aunt and her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a very WCW heavy. It may have even, we may have even gone to a WCW event, but what I remember is going and getting my picture taken with sting, but sting with color, not the black and white sting. Oh, old uh, sting. Yeah. And um, I mean, that's really the only thing I remember from that particular day. Yeah. And it had to be, very early 90s i was born in 84 so it, i mean it could have been late 80s even but i i can't imagine me remembering something from that far right uh that far right. back but um it was my aunt my aunt and my uh and her boyfriend were are, are and still were and still are huge fans of wrestling and um i just there i got into it through them uh i clicked with Shawn michaels right away mm-hmm. um i i probably now that I'm talking about it, I think I kind of remember the Rockers watching them. Oh, wow. But what I remember is a post-barbershop era yeah. of Shawn Michaels. Yeah. And it's weird because uh, he was, when I first started watching, he was a quote-unquote bad guy. Oh. But for whatever reason, I think it was because his music was so cool. Yeah. Yep. For whatever reason, it was just like, this guy's the best. He could do yeah. no wrong in my yeah. eyes. And he's he, he had fun always had fun going yeah. down to the ring and yeah. like there was just the 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 charisma is what won me over and i mean a we are you know from philly like we yeah. are a bad guy we root for the the heels here. that's very true very um true. and i what i love there is actually a i don't have you heard any other theme song besides sexy boy at that time 
And yeah, you... besides DX, besides the, just, like for singles wrestling, Shawn Michaels. Uh, no, no he sorry. has another one. Really? That I believe, and I could be way off basis here, but I believe was only used either internationally or in Germany. Okay. Um, it may have been on one of the early WWF volume uh, music things, but uh, it was yeah. it it was this weird like kind of metalish song, and maybe I don't think it referred to Sexy Boy, but it could have. I'm not sure, but like it opens up with him say, like talking about being bad, and he's like, "I was bad before it was cool to be bad." <laughs> so this was like the era of Austin when Austin right. like like it was right around when Austin was getting popular. I think it was mm-hmm. right before Sean left. Um, just based off that context, right? And right. like it opened up with him saying that, and it went into this weird, not sexy boy song. It wasn't bad from what I remember, right? Um, but and I, I, I will say there is a twenty percent chance I'm making this up, and I'm just having a <laughs> it's some weird dream I had years and years and years ago. Oh, but yeah. I'm pretty sure, like, it's on. I want to say this is why I don't think it's a dream. I want to say. WWE the music volume two. Okay. I'm making I, a note of that. I'm going to I, I think, heavily tonight. But yeah, I mean, if you search for Shawn Michaels, I don't know what to even call it. Cause I'm, I swear, <laughs> I wish I had my old like custom mix CDs. Yeah. Cause I know I had it on that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he, that's like, it's, yeah, he was the bad guy and he made it cool as much as I think Austin gets that credit for making it cool to be a bad guy. Not for me. But yeah, I think it was Sean. I think he made it cool. Yeah, I agree. I mean, not only that, I mean, DX, DX was always fun to watch. Oh yeah. yeah. And up until they, they stopped doing things a few years ago. Like I remember when it was what, like we're talking the, mid to late 2000s now that era dx i remember you could tell the quality of programming when sean was on vacation and when he wasn't because when when he wasn't on vacation he was in the writer's room yeah and and you could tell what the quality of tv or maybe it was just because the dx segments were so goddamn good but like the i don't know if you i mean i'm assuming you you watched it in that era, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. When, when, uh, Eric Bischoff was around and they did that, they cut that promo, him and Sean about, um, uh, or him and Hunter and Hunter said, you know, Eric said that you don't know what controversial means. And yeah. he flips out and says, hey, hey, you, what's your name? Stan. <laughs> and he kissed, kick Stan. See, I just kicked Stan. <laughs> and like they, when they did that bit at the, um, the, the conference, like the, he was a chef. Sean was a chef at yeah. some, yeah. Like all that stuff is that is I think what influences me like DX and Shawn Michaels is like I, I give a lot of credit to to, to Kevin Smith and, and rightfully and, and you guys have listened to episode 37 by this point mm-hmm. where I sit down and talk to about Kevin Smith not to Kevin Smith I wanted to I tried to but and, yep, exactly uh, that's why I wanted to talk to Kevin Smith and and you guys have listened to it uh, by now and, and you've you've heard me sob a lot because I, I probably talked about my uncle during it uh, and for reasons off air I can tell you Mike but it's already you've already you everyone knows if you listen to 37 knows why even more so uh, that that's even more important to me now so as much credit as I give to Kevin Smith I should give it more to my uncle but even so like before that before my uncle helped form who I who I am and, and as a person and as, as um, the taste of pop culture I have like Shawn Michaels and DX. I mean, I mean, DX is probably after that, the, the Kevin Smith and my uncle era, but still like my humor also is influenced by that. Like I, I have a, on our YouTube channel, I have a video of me and my buddy uh, doing the um, DX, not the conference video that they, uh, was it that one? No, it was like when they recreated the press conference bit and they were, they were saying sorry to whoever saying sorry to the spirit squad saying, (laughs) sorry, sorry to all these people. And like, Shonner was like, no, we can't, we don't, I don't care that we, that, that that we did that. That doesn't mean anything to me or we haven't even beaten the spirit squad yet. So like we did a a parody of that. So like very influenced by Sean, uh, both in wrestling and in like just I mean, acting might be the wrong term, but I consider that of, you know, that he was acting like it, it, that kind of comedy. Like, yeah. that, I, I don't know. I was very influenced by Sean. No, I get it. I, I agree with you. That. I'm right there with you. Yeah. Without a doubt. He was in a way, 
as a young i was a very shy young person mm-hmm. So Sean was like everything I wished I could be. Yes. Like he was yeah. outgoing. He didn't give a crap what people thought about him. That was like I was I would see him and I'd be like, that's that's what I'm shooting for right there. But hey. Yeah, and I come from the same place. Like I am a I, I was a shy kid growing up mm-hmm. and um I you know, I honestly probably if it wasn't for Sean, I wouldn't be doing this, to be perfectly honest. Cause it, oh wow. The reason I'm podcasting is because I broke my ankle wrestling. Oh, when, yeah. Or, well, I didn't break my ankle wrestling. I broke my ankle and then could not wrestle anymore. Right. Um, right. And so so wrestling, like, I saw him do it and how much fun it was and him being that person. And, like, for me, that was a creative outlet. Or even I, in my teens, I looked at it as, like, well, I hate the world but I don't want to do drugs. I don't want to get into fist fights for real. Let right. me do this. Like, let mm-hmm. me have this creative outlet. And it was just like a way to like, you know, uh, I think all creative people suffer from some form or some degree of depression. I agree. So like, I, you know, I, I know that I have my bouts with it probably not as much now as I did as a teenager. And I'm sure everyone will say that, or, or most people will say right. that when they're right. not, a major like obviously if you, there's a whole another level of depression if you're on medication or need yeah. to see somebody but as someone who's realistically does not ha- I, i'm not as depressed as i don't have it as bad as as, as, as most people like when you're a teenager you have so much time to just yes. think about yourself yes. and that's yeah. it like your yeah. entire world is you especially so like, when you are that shy kid yeah and, yeah and like, you know, I mean, I was made fun of, I was never really beat up or bullied. Like that never really happened. But like no. I had, I had eczema in high school. And right. so I had rashes on my arms that, that, you know, people made fun of. And oh, yeah. so that's like a target in high school. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's looking for, everybody in high school is looking for the step up they have on someone else. Mm-hmm. Cause everyone is so insecure. It's yeah. Like, oh so, yeah. That guy's got rashes. I'm above yeah. him. Yep. Exactly. And, and so, so getting into that ring or, or I was always more of a fan of cutting a promo yeah. and being the bad guy. Cause being the bad guy was cool. Sean made it cool, you know? Yeah. And, and, um, and, and very much, I mean, it, I, I started podcasting out as my wrestling gimmick as steel tip. So, <laughs> so, I mean, I, I kind of made it a little less gimmicky and, and it had a little bit more of me in it, but it was still a gimmick. Yeah. Like I, this is the first show I've done in, in, in the nine years or so that I've been doing podcasting that I'm for the most part, me, like right. it, it, maybe I amp it up a little bit, but right. for the most part, I'm, I'm, I'm playing me. I'm not playing a character anymore, but yeah, very much. So I, I, I you know, if it wasn't for Sean and the influences he had, I don't think I'd be podcasting. Right. Um, I mean, obviously I think I'm, you know, the direct influence is Kevin Smith, but, mm-hmm. um, I think it all starts, I you know, it all starts with, with Sean and wrestling. Yeah. I, I'm, I get that too. Yeah. That's great. Um, so anyway, mm-hmm. uh, let's, you know, to start the show off proper, let's talk about you a little bit. Okay. Um, so I, I, the first question I have, because I was listening to, um, the first episode available on your iTunes feed today, which is episode 21, Oh wow! which is your very first episode of 2015. Yeah. Um, and I was listening to it and I'm like, huh, are the, I thought these guys were in Delco. <laughs> <laughs> like, so are you born and raised from that area? I'm born and raised in Delaware County, Pennsylvania, yes. So, uh, okay, this is where I'm going to be an ignorant Bucks County guy, okay? Do it. Because, okay, you like, it, three, three, if not all four of you on that episode, and I think your guest was Sean. Okay, yeah. Um, but, you know, at least, the th- at least two of you, I think you and probably Justin, if I'm remembering correctly, have what I would call kind of like a southern accent dude that's so weird that you i get that often people like i mean in my head i sound like a like i have a everyman voice but people will say like people not from delaware county will hear the way i speak and be like you have a little twang in your voice you from the south i'm like i'm from southern delaware county (laughs) southern pennsylvania but that's so funny that you say that. I love hearing that because it's it just makes me laugh. I I mean I don't hear it at all, but it's that's just because you know I'm from here. I don't hear an accent. But and and I listen to this podcast called Too Cool for Tabletop, which yeah. is a um a D and D podcast. And yeah. the hosts and and cast members are they, they all live in Texas. 
and I listen like you have more of a southern <laughs> accent even when they let it flare out like yeah. they every now and then they get a little southern on me <laughs> but like they, for the most part I'm listening to it I'm like they totally could be from Philly like except you know they they yeah. sound like me yeah. you I li- like I I was listening to to the episode on my way home from work and I'm like there's no way he's from originally there's no way yeah dude 29 years pennsylvania (laughs) wow that's so is and and so no one else that lives in the delco area like picks up on like that's how no that's 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 a delco accent i yeah i believe so and i i don't think anyone around here picks up on it really but when when we talk to people from outside here i was talking to some dude from boston over the summer who was like, you know, he talks like yeah. a guy from Boston. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he was like, "You guys got a little twang in your accent." I was like, "I don't have an accent. You do. Like, <laughs> yeah. you're crazy." But well, that's um, funny because I, I similar experience is I used to travel for work. Yeah. So going to Boston all the time, like I'd always like the first like week or two that I would go, I go, <laughs> yeah, and giggle, and they'd be like, "Man, you got that, you got that thick Philly accent," and I'm like. First of all, I'm yeah. from the suburbs. Yeah. I don't say water. Water. Yeah. Some I, water ice. Some yeah. uh, but, oh, I'll tell you what. That was probably one of the most frustrating things is um, I, for a while, I took a break from doing the like big traveling, like traveling the, the, the country to just yeah. traveling like the East Coast. Yeah. Um, and I, we would go up to like, as, a, like not a day trip, but like a like an overnight trip would be going up to, to Boston to do mm-hmm. some work. And like doing that, that, that company I worked for, we were doing like pizza shops and sandwich shops to yeah. do um, point of sale installations. Okay. And um, you know they, especially with that company, they always gave free food. Like the the national company I worked for, not so much, but this one. Yeah. I'd always go to a sub shop and they'd offer free food. And this one up in Boston, I said, "Can I get a turkey hoagie?" And they're like, "What?" <laughs> I'm like, you know, like a roll with mayo, lettuce, turkey, cheese. Oh, you mean a sub? I'm like, uh. you, can, I, I, you can call it a sub if you want, but it's, it's a hoagie. <laughs> like, I don't know what you want me to do. And we got into like a 10 minute conversation about hoagie and subs. I'm like, yeah. you're not, you're not selling me. It's a hoagie. It's always gonna be a hoagie. Yeah, it's, it, it, it is crazy. Like the the terminology that is like just philly like in the whole world it's a sub but yeah. for philly a it's very a very small slice of the world it's a hoagie <laughs> yeah and, and it will never me, be anything else no though. never <laughs> it's the, the other i i feel like i've been starting to tell these stories more and more but um i one of my another one of my favorite travel stories is going up to uh new york somewhere um i think it was i think it, it wasn't I think it was like Long Islandish. Okay. And we went to some. I think it was just a hotel bar. Me and my buddy went um, for dinner, and I said, oh, "You know what? I'm gonna try a cheesesteak from here. Like, why not? Like, it it can't yeah. be terrible." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I got the cheesesteak, and it was literally between like probably like a two pieces of Italian roll bread. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a like a steak like a t-bone steak <laughs> but like thinner like almost like a london broil i guess yeah 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 with cheese on top of it yeah. and, and they gave it to me and they walked away and i looked at it i'm like what is this what the fuck is this <laughs> and like they came back over and i'm like i'm sorry <laughs> what is this and they said it's a cheese steak i'm like no it's not i'm like i'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I can't. I don't. I try not to be that guy who's from Philly, right. but I. I can't eat this. This is ridiculous. Like, <laughs> you can't expect me to eat this. Throw this away. This is trash. <laughs> and like it was, we didn't eat there again because I felt like they were gonna spit on the food for the rest of the trip. So. Uh, absolutely. I mean, but, they uh, probably should, right? <laughs> yeah, I was. I was that guy. <laughs> Uh, and it's the same thing with like getting a yingling like up in long island you yeah. you can't say give me a lager they're, like i said can i have a lager and they're like a what like yeah. what one what kind i'm like a, a yingling and like oh we call them yings and like ying <laughs> and i'm like well why did you just go southern this is long island <laughs> uh <laughs> and yeah it's it is so crazy just like 
And I, I I don't think I've seen it repeated in other areas. Like I have not gone to it. Maybe Pittsburgh is another area that has their own little terminology. Yeah, they say uh, yins. Yeah, uh, for yeah. y'all, they say yins. Yins, and they they, they say pop. That like that's pop. a that's yeah. a Pittsburgh. I mean, that's and they that's eat uh, used elsewhere. But. Yeah, I think they have French fries on their sandwiches or some shit. Oh well, no, listen. <laughs> okay, that's where I think they're doing things right. Um, I've never had it. Oh God! Uh, Jen, my fiance Jen, her mm-hmm. uh, mom moved to Pittsburgh for a little while. Yeah. Uh, so we went up there a few times to visit, and the first time we went up, she's like, "You got to try. I know it's not a Philly cheesesteak, but you got to try this uh, Primanti Brothers sandwich." Okay. And like she told me about it, I'm like, "French fries on my sandwich, coleslaw on the. What are you? <laughs> this, is, this is not how you eat a sandwich." And I'll be damned! It is the best probably the best piece of food i've ever eaten wow really oh my god it's so good i i don't like coleslaw i didn't like coleslaw before that i started eating that sandwich with the coleslaw on it and now i and it could be because i'm I'm over 30 i think that's the line too that you start enjoying coleslaw in your 30s weird right now i'm starting (laughs) to test it out i hate it my entire life i'm on the verge of 30 I'm just like, I'll give coleslaw a shot. Who am I? I saw like in a store, like like a tub of it. I was like, I think I want to buy coleslaw. That looks good to me for some reason now. I, it's weird, and I remember hating it as yeah. a child yes. into my teens and early. Like I would tell, I used to tell my waiter, just don't bring coleslaw. Like it's gonna go to waste. Like yeah. don't bring it. And now yeah. I'm like, can you bring extra? Right. <laughs> I'm gonna just, put it on my sandwich. I'm gonna get creative with the coleslaw. It's and but yeah, I, if you ever get out to Pittsburgh, uh, or I think they have one in Florida at Primanti's, um, I do it, try it. Uh, get, I think the original is just like a cheeseburger or version of it or something. Yeah, uh, it's just so good. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it at all. It is. I, I mean, I guess I probably do enjoy the Philadelphia cheesesteak more because um, right. I'm thinking about that cheese whiz, and it's just. It's yeah. <laughs> but I mean, for. It is the Primanti Brothers sandwich. I mean, they. I would take them as a sponsor, and I'm a Philadelphia <laughs> person. Like, they, it is so good. I mean, I have a shirt from Primanti Brothers. That's how yeah. good it is. I mean, yeah. granted, it was a gift, but like, right. I wear right. it with pride. Right. It's, it is. Um, there's nothing wrong with putting French fries on a sandwich <laughs> or coleslaw or whatever <laughs> else they put on it. It's all good. <laughs> all good. Oh, that's beautiful. Uh, <laughs> So, all right. So Delco, yeah, you guys just have that that southern. That's so weird to me. Yeah, that's. I mean, it's it's super weird to me because, like I said, I don't hear it. Yeah, but, yeah. But um, but yeah, it's. I mean, Delco is a very. It's a very strange place. Um, it's like kind of its own world here, okay. down be- under Philadelphia. Yeah. In this uh weird small little area where uh. You know, it's, I guess it's just one of those things when you're from a place, it's like you notice all the weird things about the place and then mm-hmm. you can say them. But yeah. then there's some Delco people that are like, will wear like t-shirts that are like, I'm from Delco, fist fight me in a <laughs> back alley because I'm crazy. But <laughs> what can you do? We're not all like that. No. But uh, yeah. I feel like you get that everywhere, though. Yeah, you yeah. Get that That's the th- you get those townies or whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because number one podcast in Delco. <laughs> well, it's funny uh, when I heard you guys. I, I don't think I heard it. I mean, I heard it on the podcast today, I, I guess. But uh, it's more. So, I, you guys, I guess it was on your Twitter or, or or somewhere. I saw it, and I was like, that reminds me of this podcast, um, another cast from Delaware. Oh, uh, I'm gonna write and, that down. Yeah, they they don't do current like they haven't done a show in a long while. Yeah. But um, it's a good like two man show. Um, it's it's exactly like like so, so far what I've listened from you guys like you guys fall right in line with what I'm looking for when I want to listen to a podcast, which is right. just, like a couple of buddies talking. Yeah. Um, you guys, you know, you make it more showy, which is like that harkens back. I mean, and I'm basing this off of episode 21, mind you. Yeah, so that's fine. But you know. From what I've listened to so far, like it, it reminds me of like the podcast I used to do. Like we we had segments, we cut to commercials, and yeah, like yeah. it just it, it, it harkens back to the type of like podcasts that I really do dig, which are basically at the end of the day just a couple of buddies sitting around talking. Yeah, um, it, and um, 
so but that's what another cast is it's it's uh they're from delaware they actually I love won- delaware really okay delaware let's... is three minutes from my house like, oh I'm, wow i am on the very very bottom of delaware county delaware oh, okay. is my backyard i regularly um buy liquor in delaware because it's cheaper and smuggle oh. it into pennsylvania so i'm oh. a bit of a criminal but... you are a han solo <laughs> yes yes <laughs> yes that's that's what i and your and your little millennium falcon yeah my little corolla millennium falcon <laughs> and i have and my parents actually retired they live at the delaware beaches so oh, okay i already got an excuse if i get pulled over and they're like you're smuggling and be like well, i'm going to my parents house nice. so, yeah fuck it <laughs> Yeah, I um I I haven't spent much time in Delaware. My uncle used to work there and I'd go to work with him every now and then. Um and then I know uh like I've been listening to um Dan uh Drago's podcast 25 o'clock okay. uh which is on the Philadelphia Podcast um society page that he promotes and he was also a, a guest on the show. And um he he did an episode uh, a couple years ago when um Oh shit! I'm blanking on what what bar closed. Um, I'm blanking, but it's one of the. It may have been Doc Watson's. No, I don't think it was Doc Watson's. One some bar in Philly closed. Some major music right. venue bar closed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and they did like a remembrance. It wasn't Doc Watson's. It was something else. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. But like he he talked to somebody who who uh, was in Delaware and like they they talked really highly of both like the delaware kind of being like little philadelphia in the music scene and like uh like a lot of the delaware musicians would just come up to philly to to play and whatnot and, yeah wilmington's like right down the street from philly basically yeah yeah um yeah i haven't i i i mean i guess because i for me it's still like it's probably about an hour away yeah you're on and, the other side of philly yeah yeah, yeah. So I'm on the east. Like I, Trenton is two minutes. I could walk to Trenton in about ten minutes if I wanted to. Oh, oh okay. My geography's all messed up. You're that close to Trenton. Yeah, like we. So like I, we go to the Thunder games a lot because it's literally like uh, if I don't. That? I don't. I don't mind it when they're not playing the Red and Phillies. It's right. like, I, I, which I enjoy watching those games because then I'm like, all right, well, I'm obviously cheering for the Red and Phillies. Yeah, yeah. But, but um, I it, it, that's those the drive is terrible because that's everyone wants to go to that game because right. everyone here is a Philadelphia yeah, yeah, fan. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. But uh, no, you know what? It's a cool. Um, I like going there for the kids because like it's it's a cheap tickets normally. Yeah. yeah. Uh, B it's uh like it's really small like you don't have there's typically not a lot of people there and they have like a play area for the kids and oh, that's great. uh and it's you, you can talk to the the players if you if you, my, my kids aren't old enough to want to go down there to talk to them yet right but my nephew who's nine goes down oh, to, dude, that's a sweet spot right yeah there, to be so, close to players yeah and like they're and they're obviously much more like willing to talk and give autographs than like the major leagues right right uh, so yeah it's like they do everything right there and they like the thunder uh, like that organization is just really really cool despite being a yankee team right like, it's <laughs> it's a really cool uh organization right there and and it's i, I got into like a a a little argument with somebody uh when i was there like just like i was in line for a beer and i was wearing my phillies gear and they're like man why are you even here if you're a phillies fan i'm like come on like i live i live two minutes away (laughs) like like, i'm pretty sure south jersey is philadelphia phillies fans yeah 100 (laughs) percent yeah maybe like maybe you're the the odd mets or yankees fan but like right most of the people here are phillies you know yeah so it was just this weird instance of like like a, i don't know it was just a weird like only bad experience and i wouldn't even call it bad experience it was just yeah. like i'm gonna go get my my uh fries from chicken and pizza and just go sit down and <laughs> you can eat that's a very northeast uh, united states thing like very territorial about sports like oh my god confrontational <laughs> it, like <laughs> i love the flyers and yeah. i mean i love all philadelphia sports teams but like if you go to a Phillies Mets game, it's almost not even fun, especially when like the Phillies were good. It was yeah. like there's so much tension because the Mets fans come down and the Phillies fans are rowdy and it's like there's fights everywhere. Like if you bring yeah. a young kid to that, it's like could be traumatic. 
I remember going to uh, and, and I'm I like watching hockey, but I and I wear Flyers gear all the time. Yeah. But I know I know nothing. I really know nothing about the sport. Like I recently got into it. Yeah. Uh, when my kids were very young, and I, like I just don't, I don't have time to sit. It's one of those sports, just like baseball, which I love dearly. Yeah. But like I don't, I'm not gonna sit down and watch it all the time because I, I it's. You got kids. You yeah, got I, got, I got kids and there's 80 games. Like yeah. I, I'll find, I'll catch a game here and there. Um, and, but we went to a playoff game, I believe a, a, a Flyers Penguins game. Oh gosh. Uh, which I, they're always my favorite because yeah. I, I, um, being now the Flyers and Penguins are like the, the, it's, it's, weird for me because like i'm a steelers fan uh, and okay part of that might be because i wrestled a steel tip and had a whole gimmick of being living in in pittsburgh yeah but the other part of it is like they're not nfc they're, they're not my number one rules they're not nfc east so i can root for them outside right. of you know philly yeah, yeah. if they're not nfc east and my number two rule is they're not nfc so like even more so like they're my number two team because right. like the only time I'll root against them is when they're playing the Eagles. Right, right. I get that. That's like the perfect second team to have. Other yeah. league, other like yeah. totally separated. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and I mean, because baseball, like after the strike of 93, like I stopped watching for years yeah. uh, just because I kind of like I, I fell out of love with the sport. But yeah. I got back into it probably about a year or two before we won the World Series. So like 06, 07. That's a good time. Yeah, and I, I got back into it, and and um, so for that reason, like I, you know, I've not, I, there, I have no ill will or love for the Pirates. They're just a team. Yeah, they're just there. But the Penguins are like, well, I I knew it, like the reason I got into hockey is because I had an old neighbor who was a Penguins fan. Okay, and like so I started watching hockey at his place. But like I was like, well, I'm a, I'm a Flyers fan. Like I'm not I'm I'm Philly. You know, I'm going to root for Philly. Right. So, like, I don't hate the Penguins, um, but I also don't, like, I don't, I don't know. It's, I have a weird thing with the Penguins. I would never buy any of their, their gear. Like, I buy Steelers gear. Yeah. Um, And I don't feel bad about it, but, I like, I can't, I, I wouldn't buy Penguins gear. Right. But, um, but yeah, I always love the, the, those games, the, the Flyers-Penguins, because it's just that, that, you know, turnpike, you know. Charge. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. But I like to watch game. them on television. <laughs> oh well, yeah. So we went. Yeah. I went to the Flyers Penguins uh, uh, playoff game, and like walking to my car, me and my buddy saw three or four fights. Right, it's nuts. All right, we're gonna cut it right there. Uh, big thanks to Mike from Doom Thugs for being on the show. Uh, if you can't tell, this uh, these were recorded out of order last week. Obviously, I talked about what I talked about, uh, and I make direct reference of. Uh, to my uncle in this week's episode. So uh, things are out of order. Deal with it. Uh, and we'll be back uh, next time with part two of our conversation with Mike from Doom Thugs right here on awesomepodcast.com. We've been awesome.